Good morning. This is Darrell Gunter, your host for leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM, located on the beautiful campus of Seton Hall University. I'm very pleased to have in our studio today Miss Jackie Chafin. She is the director of the Career Center here at Seton Hall University. Welcome, Jackie. How are you doing today? Very well. Thank you, Darrell. Great opportunity to be here. Um, you know, really, it's really good to to have the director of the Career Center here because in our economic times today. Competing for jobs, it's so tough out there. I, I, know tough I was watching CNN the other day, and they have this gentleman who's on a bus traveling through the country talking to various different students mm -hmm. about their experiences. So uh, I'm very pleased that you could join us today. If we can get started, um, please share with the audience a little bit about your background and how you uh, got involved in career counseling. Well, where do I start? Probably from the beginning. Um, I grew up in an education family. Um, so my family has always uh, highly valued education. Um, my mother was a kindergarten teacher. My father worked with high school students, taught at the college level, actually worked with at-risk uh, high school students. Um, both of them wanted me to, you know, be an educator in those two environments, but I charted my own path um, and came to realize that college had such a profound and transformative effect on me that I really... I was called to work in that type of setting. I love the higher education institution. I love what it stands for. At the end of every day, I feel like I make a difference um, in the lives of our students and in the community. Very nice. And so where did you attend college? Um, undergrad, went to a small liberal arts college in Wisconsin and um, received my master's. I went to the University of Georgia, so two very different um, climates <laughs> climates, and, and educational institutions, which was a great experience for me, um, the Midwest and the South, and yes. now obviously working out in the East Coast at Seton Hall University in a private Catholic university. And um, th I've called this home now for about 15 years. Wonderful, wonderful. And what was your first job out of after you finished your master's program? My first job out of master's, I actually put myself through college and through um, my master's work by being a graduate resident, which obviously had a big impact on me for continuing working in higher education. And, and many people that work in higher education and on the administrative side, whether it's counseling or career counseling or residence life or student life, or even those who become professors often put themselves through school and master's and doctorate work um, by being a graduate resident. So I worked in a residence hall at the University of Georgia. You know, I would like to go back and uh, get my Ph.D. You think I can come back and be an uh, on-campus graduate assistant? I don't know if my wife would like that. Idea too <laughs> She'd probably <laughs> want you home. I think it's never too late to, to pursue your dreams, quite honestly. Absolutely. And um, after you, you graduated, what was your, your first major position where you had a leadership role in career counseling? My first position, obviously, when you're right out of, um, you know, your master's work, I went directly from bachelor's to master's work. You know, they're entry-level positions, um, and I had moved out to the East Coast, and my first position was actually working at Pace University as a cooperative education, what they called at the time, coordinators. So I did career counseling with college students and actually um, was primarily focused on helping them secure internships in the tri-state area. Um, so it involved career counseling, career coaching, development and work with the employer communities. Um, so that was um, some of my first work in the field. 
Mm-hmm. And tell us about some of your earlier experiences. What were some of your early successes that you said, yes, this is the career for me? Can you describe with us how you were helping the students and, and uh, the feeling that you got from helping them? I think that first feeling of this environment is for me was when I was an RA as a when I was completing my bachelor's work, um, just to work in a one-on-one and peer-to-peer um, relationship with other students and being a leader and being able to talk to them about their issues or their academic challenges or their home or personal issues. Um, I've, I've always had a call, uh, calling to do counseling. Um, and so for a while I thought I was going to be a psychologist. Um, but this work actually allows me to be a counselor, an advisor, a consultant when you start working with the employer's community. Um, so I've just always been called to work with people um, in a relationship building capacity, quite honestly, and to help people reach, first discover their true p- potential, and then strive for it. Um, and that's a lot what we do at the Career Center here is help students begin to ask the right question. It's obviously a, a journey of exploration. Um, but for them to learn how to ask the right questions that they're continually going to ask themselves throughout life. We really view ourselves as career educators, um, as career counselors, as career coaches, as career consultants. So the, those, the role has many different hats. Um, and I like the variety that my life has. Um, I can be talking with a student one minute and then on a phone with a Fortune 100 company the next minute. And, you know, the dialogue with both of those entities really serves both of the entities because I'm learning from the student what they're looking for. I'm learning from the employer what they're looking for to share back with the student. Um, Very dynamic environment that I work in. Very dynamic. You know, 15 years here at Seton Hall, that's a remarkable career. How did you land here at Seton Hall? My first, um, obviously, I was at working at Pace University and was going to be relocated to New Jersey. Um, and Seton Hall University at the time had a training position to grow internship programs or cooperative education programs throughout the nation. In fact, 10 years ago, the university had received a federal grant from the federal government um, to serve as a leader, an institution that was to provide training to help grow internship programs in the, um, the tri-state area. So I developed training programs, worked with other career professionals to help them grow their internship programs. Obviously, the federal government realized the value of internships to the college student, realized the value to the employer communities, and provided funding to help grow these programs at the college level. So that was my first role, which I worked in for four years at the Career Center here. Um, And then after that, when the funding ended, I actually left Seton Hall and went out and did recruiting, um, because very important to, I think, being an effective and knowledgeable career consultant and a leader in this field is to have a clear understanding of how the recruiting side works, to actually work in that environment, to work in, I worked at um, actually Ingersoll Rand, a manufacturing company that had a very strong university relations program and we recruited um, Penn State, Cornell, Purdue, MBA level, undergrad level, um, and also offered um, a rotational program for these students. So there was a leadership program involved once we hired students. Obviously, the recruiting cycle that uh, we were involved in to recruit about 40 students each year into the company. So a great experience. Um, I wanted to stay out um, in, you know, 
in uh, recruiting longer than I did. I was there for only two years, and then the director position opened up here. Um, and I had some people who were inviting me back and I actually told them no for a while, and they didn't take no mm-hmm. for an answer and said, you know. So back I came because I knew, um, obviously, this is where I wanted to be, and I've called it home ever since. Wow, fantastic, fantastic. How many people do you manage in your department? At the Career Center, including myself, we have nine uh, professionals, and all, all of us have master's degrees. Um, one individual has a doctorate. Um, we have two graduate assistants who are Ph.D. students who work part-time in the Career Center, um, and then about four student workers. You know, so. I've been in the Career Center uh, several times uh, working with you and, and your colleagues with a couple of interns that you have provided for my company, and I find the, the culture to be very professional, very relaxed. I feel like I'm at home. Now, that's my impression because the staff treats me awfully well. How would you describe the culture in, in your office? Well, thank you, Darrell. You actually are very good to us, so um, it's easy to, to treat you so nicely. Um, well, I always tell my team that we are a professional setting, and we, we want to convey to students that we're a professional department and when they interact with us, we have professional expectations of them. Um, and, and that's all about helping them ready themselves for the world of work. Um, so when they come in, we want the cell phones off. We don't want them instant messaging. Um, we want them prepared if they're bringing in a resume and to really um, take seriously their interaction with us. So. Um, we also spend a lot of time developing relationships with our students. So, you know, it's building relationship, having the expectations, telling them we're a professional environment. And when you come in, we expect you to conduct yourselves as a professional. Um, and obviously that's to help them be ready for their internships and when they leave Seton Hall. And how would you describe the primary objective of the Career Center? There's many ways that you can measure success, but um, how do you... Uh uh, what are your primary objectives there? Our primary objectives, is, I would say, are to be career educators. Um, and that's to be a part of the educational process here at Seton Hall University. And how we do that um, through our one-on-one interactions, one-on-one appointments with students, through our workshops, through our programs, is to help students prepare for the professional that they want to be when they leave Seton Hall University. And our work with students actually starts before they take their first class at Seton Hall University. We are inviting them to take a career assessment at orientation when they first show up here before they start. Um, And the career assessment asks them questions about what are your interests, what are your values, Um, answer questions about your personality, what do you like to do for fun, um, and this assessment will take all those answers and they will um, correlate your answers with academic majors and careers, people who work in careers that have answered the questions similar to you. And so the student begins to understand, well, gosh, you know, it's really an understanding of who I am that goes into me being able to select a major and a career later in life. Because in 10 years and 15 years, every single time we do a career change, we ask ourselves the same questions. What am I good at? What's my personality? What motivates me? What drives me? What, um, what environment do I want to work for? What are my values? We're asking them now. We know they're going to ask, be asking themselves 20 years later. That is a process of self 
self-exploration, self-discovery. And we view ourselves as educators in helping students learn about themselves through this process. Uh, do you use Myers-Briggs at all <laughs> with the students? The Myers-Briggs, <laughs> yes. Um, we use a couple assessments. One mm -hmm. is, and students are familiar with, it's called FOCUS. Mm -hmm. um, there's many out there. It's okay. a comprehensive career assessment. We use a strong interest inventory. And the Myers-Briggs, obviously, is a personality assessment, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how do you find, are the students open to these assessments, or do they get kind of apprehensive, or, or they go, I wonder just what, I wonder what this is? <laughs> the general response is, first of all, we tell them it's not a, a test. There are no right answers or wrong answers. Mm -hmm. um, answer it as honestly as you can, mm -hmm. because you're only going to learn more about yourself. Um, and then once they know that you know there's there's not a, a score that they're looking for, they're they're more receptive and more open to it. And tell us about the uh, <clears throat> services that are provided at the Career Center. You have talked about uh, the assessment. You've talked about right. uh, the counseling. But can you go into a little detail about the level of services that are provided to the undergraduates, but also to the alumni as well? Sure. I talked about career assessment, career counseling work that we do with students. Our other key work was just such a foundational part of what we do at the Career Center is um, helping students to secure internships. So sophomore, junior year, we're telling them, get in and start working with us six months in advance of when you want that internship. Because in today's time, it takes students a long time to secure these opportunities. You can't start in May for an internship that you want May 15th or June 1st. So actually, we want students working with us now, helping them with resume coaching, interview coaching, um, beginning to identify internship work that might fit with their career interest. So key, each year we have anywhere from four to 500 students working in internships. And by graduation, we know here at Seton Hall University that about 70% of students graduate with a career-related experience, which hiring employers will tell you that's one of the number one things they look for in hiring candidates. So, so key to our work is the internship piece. Um, secondly is obviously helping students secure employment upon graduation. About 30% of our population will pursue graduate school. So we provide assistance and resources for students who know that they're going to go on for further education. And another key stakeholder, two key stakeholders, obviously, are our employers and our alumni. So a key part of our work with the employer community is helping to identify internships in the tri-state area, as well as throughout the nation, because here at Seton Hall University, we have students from all over. Um, as well as um, helping students find full-time professional opportunities. Um, we also invite employers to come to programs and talk with students about their careers. The other key stakeholder is our alumni. And we work with alumni in um, a couple different ways. First of all, we view them as so important to helping our students learn and grow and to become the professionals that we want them to be. We invite alumni such as yourself and to be a part of our pirate mentoring program. And these are professionals who are working, um, or might not be working, they might be retired, who want to give back to the university, who want to touch base with a t student and say, you know, 20 years ago, I wish I would have, and here's what I've done with my life, and here's the lessons that I've learned. You know, they're hungry to make a personal connection with our students. So we involve alumni. Right now we have about 350 pirate net mentors with our students and their career development. Um, 
and also right now we're providing services to alumni who find themselves um, downsized have been affected by layoffs bankruptcies but obviously you know jobless and are really looking to reconnect with the community and a support system that's going to help them um, reposition themselves and hopefully secure a new job. So actually there's been about a 25% increase in the number of alumni who have returned um, to the Career Center for assistance as a result of being affected by the economic downturn. I noticed on the uh, Seton Hall uh, face, uh, LinkedIn page, the Career Center has a page there uh, which is very active and uh, I see a lot of updates there. Well, social media actually in the last probably two or three years has just arrived on the scene and is going to play um, an increased role in how somebody finds their next job. I recently read something I think that all the Fortune 100 companies are on LinkedIn. It's amazing. Um, so obviously social media can't um, replace the one-on-one -on -one connection. We still want students to learn how to connect and build their professional network through personal connections. Um, but it's many another tool. It's mm -hmm. a tool, but mm -hmm. you, it might be how you find a certain person working in a certain company that you want to work for. Um, the key that we tell students now is you've got to be very mindful of what you post on the web because employers are Googling you and they want to find out before they hire you um, what judgment you've used when it comes to the website and your use of so social media. And once it is published on the web, it's there forever. Yeah, they say even though you think it's private, it is not private. You have to be very careful. And uh, students have not been hired because of poor judgment that they've there's, used. Yes, there's been articles in the Wall Street Journal and New York Times over the last few years where... Lots uh, of people, not just college students. Right. <laughs> Lots of, one, I remember one person, one story was uh, the individual had called in sick. And um, that weekend, uh, I guess that day he went golfing or something or had a party or something. He put it, put it up on Facebook. And Monday he came back to work and his boss said, oh, so you didn't invite me How to the party. That day off. Yeah. Uh. And, uh, so yeah. So discretion uh, and etiquette is always important. And judgment. Yes. And that's so key to an organization. They and they. It's hard to assess in an interview, but um, social media is one way that they can evaluate it and and your judgment and your use of social media. So mm -hmm. very Absolutely. key. Absolutely. And um, you, you you you're searching for new companies for internships. Um, how do you promote the Seton Hall brand to the Fortune 100 companies, or for that matter, any, any company? Well, um, it's really to all companies. In fact, small organization, nonprofits, healthcare, uh, school, you know, educational systems, uh, Fortune 100, Fortune 500. We work with a multitude of organizations. Um, we do outreach via calling, <laughs> uh, mailing, letters. We've identified companies that have been um, recognized. Let's say they're on a top 50 diversity list. So we'll send them a letter and say, congratulations. Oh, by the way, Seton Hall University has a 30% diversity rate. We welcome learning about your recruiting needs. So we're very proactive, a um, lot of different strategies to connect with um, recruiters and hiring organizations. And obviously, we work very closely with the Seton Hall community alumni who will help us find leads into companies. Um, many faculty here have great connections. So we, we ask both of those constituencies to send us their contacts or to share with us the leads they know about. 
Um, so it's outreach to a lot of people. Recently, you held a career fair here on the campus of Seton Hall in the, uh, the recre- Recreation Center. Uh, it was phenomenal. Uh, how many Thank companies you. did you have uh, representing that day? It, for me, it looked more than 50, but um, how many did you have? This was our very early, it's a end of September, um, careers and business recruiting event. And, you know, with this economic downturn, we didn't quite know what the turnout would be, but we had, I believe, 45 mm-hmm. to 48 companies. And mm-hmm excellent companies that are very competitive and they're recruiting in September for students that will not start working until May um, and a diversity of organizations Um, so we were very very pleased obviously we have some great partners out there with uh, many companies they know they want to hire Seton Hall students and even in these uncertain recruiting times they'll show up on campus to maintain their visibility and presence. That was a very impressive event, and uh, matter of fact, New York Life was one of the vendors. I went up and mm-hmm. met them and talked mm-hmm. to them about uh, my class that I teach here at Seton Hall, mm-hmm. which is sales management and consultative sales, and they actually came and did a special presentation to the class and guaranteed the students, whoever wants to interview, we'll, get, we'll give you an interview. We have some great alumni there who um, have done a lot for Seton Hall University. John Byer, I believe. John mm-hmm. is excellent. Um, and we can't get them enough students, so I think it's great that you've invited them into the classroom. We have many employers that, that want to do that, and that's where we work with faculty like yourself and say, here, we have this key employer. They're dying to get in the classroom um, and have um, you know, some faculty out there who help us with these employers. And how do we uh, reach out to the students? I, the Career Center is there, but you know, they have to come to the Career Center. How do you draw them in to the Career Center? Um, Well, one thing I can tell you is uh, the utilization at graduation. We ask students, when they graduate, have you utilized the services and programs of the Career Center? Nationally, we know from national data, by graduation, about 55 to 60 percent of students have utilized their Career Center. I don't know if you think that's high or low. Probably most people think that's low. You think it's high? I think it's high, but I mean. Okay, well, you're going to be proud of us. Because, uh, you know, <laughs> being being on campus and working with students, there's just very, some of them are just very shy. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they don't really reach out to the resources that are here. So, but that's, that's. Our data says anywhere from 80 to 85% of students. I think that says a lot about Seton Hall. It says yes. a lot about Seton Hall students. Um, and it says a lot about how important students' career development is here at Seton Hall University. Mm-hmm. We actually, when they come in as freshmen, they're required to participate and complete a career requirement. Either take the career assessment or attend one career program where employers and alumni are coming to talk to students. So actually we know it's probably more than 85%. Mm-hmm. Um, So students are getting the message early. This is so important. Their parents are sharing with them. Their friends are saying, you got to get to the Career Center. I got this great internship. Um, There's a lot of support here. It's a very important part of the educational process that students pay attention to their career goals, that they get started early, um, because also the four years go very, very fast. They do. And I noticed that every semester, uh, the business school has a trip uh, to an international c- country mm-hmm. uh, for, for a particular uh, subject matter. And I see that the students are very active in that as well. Does the Career Center get involved with those trips at all? 
We haven't to date, um, but the university, one of the university's strategic agenda items is to grow internationally um, through trips, through internship experiences, through the recruitment of students that live in other countries, um, through doing volunteer and service work throughout other countries. So we've just begun to have more conversation in the Career Center about, okay, what resources do we need to support students' international interests, whether that's internship work. Um, in fact, we just saw this great uh, online resource yesterday that we're considering purchasing. Um, so we know that we're going to have more students interested in internships internationally and who are the partners um, that we need to start working with. So not yet, but we know that we're going to be in the middle of that soon. I noticed that we have a number of students from China on the campus of Seton Hall now. Mm -hmm. How do we counsel, counsel them in regards to careers for those who want to stay in the U.S.? Well, um, first, th first they're, they're so appreciative of, of anyone who reaches out to them and helps them. Um, and they're needing to understand culturally how it's different here from their country of how you go and find a job. Um, I know with our students who are from China, um, the family connection is really key. You know, and they get a job by you knowing someone, and that's how it's happened. But here, you have to prepare a resume. You have to market yourself. You have to sell yourself. So culturally, often there are big differences. Um, so it's part of our work with them to help them understand um, the process here. Some students will be immediately returning to their home country upon graduation, but they're interested in internships or even they seek our help to help them find non-paid work because that's something they can do um, based on their visa limitations. Wonderful, wonderful. And do you happen to know how many students from China we have on campus? I don't know off the top of my head. I want to say 30 to 40. Okay. I'm not sure. Oh, very good. I just happen to have two of, two of them or my <laughs> interns with me, and they're, and they're that's awesome. That's right. And they're awesome. You're a great mentor to them, too. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. And um, when, when you have the students come in and they do the assessment, uh, typically what are some of the common threads that you see that they have A, B, and C, but we're going to really need to develop these other traits? What are some of the some of the things that you see that uh, incoming students need to be developed on? From the career assessment and uh, self-exploration side, one thing we know is that students lack knowledge and information about a variety of career fields. It's a very clear need. That's why we do so many programs. That's why we invite so many alumni to campus and employers to campus to talk about their professions. And, um, you know, maybe they only know what their family did or what they see on TV. And we know that there's thousands of jobs out there and thousands of organizations to work work to work for and they they've been exposed to like one sl tiny slice of that possibility um, so to really help open their perspective they're really missing um, knowledge and information about occupations um, in different organizations to work with that's very key and when you talk to the companies uh, what type of qualities are they looking for I know you, you had mentioned that they want people who are career focused mm -hmm. but are they looking for a particular aptitude they're looking for a particular skill set um, is summer job experience important um, so you're asking um, when employers, employers hire students for yes. internships or full-time mm -hmm. got it what employers tell us obviously is number one thing they look for is a well-rounded student 
right? Um, they want a student who's had strong grades, but at the same time has relevant career experience. So for our communication broadcasting students here, many of them are working at WSOU to get that relevant experience. So good grades, relevant experience, and that they've also been a leader with their peers. So they look at leadership roles in student clubs and organizations, on academic projects that they've done. Um, they look for teamwork skills and how a student can represent uh, the teamwork that they've demonstrated at some time here at Seton Hall University. Today, university our recruiters are using, you know, different interview processes, but one that they commonly use with college recruiting is called, you know, evidence-based or targeted selection or behavioral-based interviewing. So they want to know when, you know, tell us about a time when you have utilized leadership experience or tell me about a time when you made a decision that was contrary to your supervisor. Um, or tell me about a time when you disagreed with your peers on academic projects. So they're really trying to hone in on what your leadership capabilities are, um, how you handle yourself as a leader, what your leadership style is, um, as well as your teamwork. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, Jackie, you're going to come back next week so we can finish up this great discussion. I'd be happy to. All right. This is Darrell Gunter, your host of leadership. I'm here with uh, the director of the Career Center, Jackie Chafin. want to thank you so much. Thank you, Darrell. And remember, leadership begins with you. Have a great week.